Hey, is this thing on? Spit on the microphone. <laughs> Welcome to Successfully Screwed, a weekly podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. What the hell is this about? I don't even know where I'm starting. Is that where I'm starting? Well, this is about how business owners screw up their fuck ups. If you're a business owner, you know the definition of hard work, frustration, second guessing, imposter syndrome, and everything in between. And then you look around on social media or on CNBC and the success of others and you wonder, damn, when is that going to happen for me? Will it ever happen for me? The hell am I doing wrong? And what the fuck am I doing wrong? Hey, guess what? Everybody says that. There are a lot of other podcasts out there that are positively motivational. Those are cool because they give you those warm, fuzzy, woohoo feeling. But the Successfully Screwed podcast takes a different approach to kicking you in the pants, to kicking you in the ass, in an attempt to motivate you to hang in there and keep grinding. We talk about the fuck-ups and how successful entrepreneurs overcome them because that is its own kind of motivation. We also give you that Schadenfreude factor. God damn it. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Google it. On this episode, we talk to... Want to win some free things? Of course you do. You're an entrepreneur probably making nothing. However, if you'd like to win some free things from the guests of this podcast, make sure you hashtag I listened while sharing this episode. You could be in the running for free consultations, some great resources, free books, whatever our guest decides to bring on, you have the chance of winning. So make sure at the end of this podcast, you share it. Hashtag I listened and the episode number. Sit back, relax, and wait every Sunday for the drawing. Welcome to the Successfully Screwed Podcast. I am your extrovert, Ashley Owens. And I am Sarah Rosenberg, your introvert. And today we have Ruth Scott from Ruth's Cupcakes. We're so excited! Cupcakes Cupcakes by Ruth. By Ruth. Oh, for God's sake, I'm so sorry. Ruth Cupcakes by Ruth. Thank you for correction, Sarah. It's in line with the podcast. Cupcakes by Ruth. That's me. Okay, can I just talk about you for a second? Everybody does. I love you, as everyone knows. You make the best most beautiful cupcakes in <laughs> the world. And as an aside, you also, for me, and I've been telling you, you need to push this out. You do thank you gifts for clients that are amazing, that are relatively inexpensive, especially if you have the amount of clients that I have. So, and you want to give them a little something every once in a while, like a subscription, buy a subscription to these yes. fake- cookies with your logo because they are awesome and your clients will love you so and they make an impact they really do make an impact cupcakes by ruth um ruth has a really interesting story we are good friends i love her and so well i love you too so excited to have you on all right ruth so now that i'm all jelly that you and sarah are besties <laughs> um, how about we go through our low points for the week sarah would you okay. like to start i would like to start okay all right so this week, I am a terrible mother. That is my low point of the week. It's actually been my low point of the summer because my little one, who is nine, is at home all damn summer. He's not a camp kid, so that would be a waste of money. And I've been trying to take him places at least once a week, do something special, whatever. But other than that, he literally sits on the computer eight hours a day playing Minecraft, researching geopolitical stuff because that's what he's into he he googles stuff like is donald trump a soviet spy so 
to help me sleep at night, I feel like that's educational and he's reading without knowing he's reading. So that's good. But other than that, mom is sitting and working and nine-year-old boy is on the computer eight hours a day. And you know what? That's my low point. I'm dealing with it. I'm trying to do the best I can with him. But for all those moms who have their kids home this summer, I feel you and it's okay. They'll turn out okay. So that's my little point. Oh man, you make me want to have kids so bad. <laughs> oh good, I want to hang out your kid. Your kid is adorable. Um, my low point is had a meltdown pretty bad, like pretty bad to the point where I was in a real bad place. And I think it came from just a whole lot of Irish Catholic putting it down into my gut and so usually this happens like every three to six months where it's just like yeah I'm gonna drive in my car and just leave and it was nothing to do with my husband nothing to do with my business it just had everything to do with like just stuff I didn't realize really bothered me until the cat meowed and I was like ah, I hate everything and it was just a really 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 bad moment and the next day everything changed so it's in a good way so it's it's good to have that because what ended up what ended up happening was is that it ended up like and being irritated on different levels and then my work was being affected because I wasn't acknowledging the little things and so, so it's just like I needed a dump I just needed to dump all of that into one day of just completely feeling like crap and then getting up and saying oh it's fine everything's cool now so that was my low point but it was pretty good and the cool part about being an entrepreneur is that you can take that day you don't have to go yes. into work and sit at your office and be like fuck this shit I'm not doing it and and make yourself look bad you can take that day 100%. So, Cupcakes by Ruth, what is your wonderful low point for the week? So, I would say that my low point of the week, I, I sometimes have road rage. I'm a very nice person outside of the car. And I'm a nice person outside of the car because it all manifests inside of the car. And if you've ever driven in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, you'll notice that there's a speed limit that is set and people like to go 10 miles an hour below the speed limit for no particular reason other than they know I'm directly behind them. And so I was trying to get to Wegmans, um, which is a totally yeah. fucked up parking lot anyway. I love once I'm inside Wegmans, I'm pretty happy, but getting inside is crazy. In fact, my friend got hit by a car this week. So that would be a, a low, she's actually okay. Thank God she's okay. But um, it, it is a crazy ass parking lot. And getting to Wegmans and trying to be someplace on time to pick up my daughter from her dad's house, that's a whole nother story. But, but as you can imagine, I was anxious to get her and I couldn't actually get into Wegmans because the old person because I'm so young, the old person in front of me that I could barely see their head over the steering wheel, they were driving 10 miles below. Who, who goes 30 miles an hour in a 45? And then she had the nerve to pull into Wegmans. I yelled. I yelled. My arms were flailing. The, you know, sometimes that happens. I'm yelling. My arms are flailing, and I forget that I have the sunroof open. I don't always check that. It did not happen this time, but it has happened. <laughs> more, than, more than once, actually. But yeah, I, I'm a pleasant person outside of the car because I went off on this little old lady inside the car this week. I just love you so much. <laughs> you have those moments where you're like, someone's going to die today. And, and, and oh my God. So what did you do? Did you, how did you calm down from that? I calmed down by turning on music. This week, the music is 
So every time my daughter goes to see some show or works on a show, I'm inundated by the music. And finally, she's found something that I like, which is Mamma Mia. And let me tell you, ABBA changes your attitude in a heartbeat. And so um, Fernando changed my attitude. Hey, Fernando. Oh, I love him. And I love Baba. So it was good. It was good. That's right, because when Zev did the Frank Zappa show and we were interviewed with Frank Zappa for three fucking months. Yeah, that doesn't change your attitude in a good way. That is that is anti-ABBA. Yes. Yeah. I think they're probably from the same era. I wonder if they all knew each other. You know, like those Studio 54 kind of days. But yeah. um, All right, so we're going to go to commercial for a couple seconds. And when we come okay. back, we are going to delve into your business low points that you want to talk about. So we will be right back. This episode is sponsored by Bonnie Clayton of Your Web Chick. Bonnie Clayton's pretty much the badass of all badasses, and she will make your website just as badass. Bonnie Clayton specializes in website design, maintenance, and support for small businesses with a specialty in WordPress. To further support that web presence, she provides social media education and integration as well as email marketing assistance. Connect with Bonnie Clayton at yourwebchick.biz. Welcome back to the Successfully Screwed Podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. We have Cupcakes by Ruth on our podcast today. You've been a Power Match member, a friend of Sarah's, and just probably one of the best bakers and cupcake makers in the state. So we're... And Ruth doesn't even really like cupcakes. (laughs) Oh my God. That is classified. But it makes it (sighs) better because... You add the love into it, and yeah. that's the difference. Or the hate, depending on where she's going for groceries. <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. All right, Ruth. So you have a story you'd like to tell about your low point in your business. And you mentioned before that it was at the start of your business. So why don't you tell us more about that? Well, I, I kind of feel, you know, I was thinking about all of my low points. And, and I like to think that my low points are merely opportunities for learning. The biggest learning lesson was when I very first started my business, and um, I really had no intention of doing this. And, and actually, my business will be six years old, August 14th. It happens to be five years and six months longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I didn't, I, really, I didn't think that I would be here still doing this. So I, I'm lucky or cursed. No, most days I'm lucky. Definitely. What was the goal originally. I mean, if you only wanted to be doing this for a year, what was the actual goal? My goal was to pay for my daughter's bat mitzvah and not take any money from her dad to do it. That takes me into once upon a time I was married and then I wasn't. And you would think that would be my low point, but it wasn't. That could be a high point depending on who you're married to. Been there, well, done that. It's all good. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. I was in a position where I wanted to and was able to put my daughter on the bus and be home with her and help her transition. And my mom was a pastry chef. She's passed away. I wanted to nurture a little bit myself and my daughter. And so to do that, I baked because I was already the cupcake mom. But while she was gone at school, I had girlfriends come over and we did a little bit of day drinking. That was not a low point, by the way. I pulled out my mom's recipes and added some booze to them. Also, not a low point. These girlfriends kept saying, you you really need to sell these. And I kept saying, no, you all are crazy. And they said, no, you really, 
you really need to sell these wacky flavors that you're doing with your buckwheat honey and lavender frosting. And it turns out that one of my friends, who you would think that this would end our friendship, but it didn't, one of my friends actually signed me up for a food vendor competition at um, a local place. And um, unfortunately, that um, establishment is no longer in business, but I still am. There were 20 food vendors and there were national brands and there was somebody that was on Cupcake Wars. And when I found out that there was going to be another cupcake business that had been on Cupcake Wars, even though they didn't win, I absolutely went into panic mode. I completely freaked out. At this point, I made 500 mini margarita cupcakes in my kitchen oven from the 1950s because the house that we bought with the man that I was married to at the time was going to be a fixer-upper. It was so romantic. We were going to do it ourselves, but I married the most unhandy man in the world. So all of that tequila gave me a little bit of courage. I made those 500 little cupcakes. They were soaked in tequila and I got to the door and my friend was outside and I had a full-on hardcore panic attack. Tears, not wearing waterproof mascara. That was bad. Just, I couldn't breathe. I was not coming outside. She would not get out of the car. She kept saying, get your fucking ass out here. And I said, no, I'm not doing it. And she said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And she said, yes, you are. And so I did. I got in the car. She told me to get my shit together. I fixed up my makeup because as we discussed earlier, I always have my lipstick appropriate. We went on our merry way. In my other hood, I worked um, in New York at an ad agency. And so I knew to never, ever show up without promotional materials. And so I went to the store and I got the little snap um, cards, you know, with a clean edges. They weren't really clean, by the way. I had to take a nail file and make those edges clean. Yeah, that's what I did. And I printed out business cards and I completely bluffed my way through a tri-fold brochure that had really big writing, big font, so that it looked like there was a lot of information because I had nothing to put in there. And I stood there and I chit-chatted with uh, a caterer who was across the way the whole time just sort of to pass the time and, and to help my anxiety and my nerves sort of dissipate. It turns out that my friend had invited everybody that she knew, and I was still relatively new to um, Cherry Hill, to New Jersey. We'd moved here from Pittsburgh. Jimmy John's, Rita's, this other cupcake place, can't remember their name. Really, national brands were there. And my friend invited all of these people, and I was so nervous I was, I was really breathing through an anxiety attack the whole entire time I was there. It turns out, though, that by vote, I won by a landslide. So people, it turns out, like tequila in cupcakes. <laughs> Who can do? You'd think that I would have been more chill with all of the tasting of tequila that I did, but I wasn't more chill. I was really nervous the whole entire time. I mean, just really panic because I had been, I came from a place of not a lot of confidence, um, something I still struggle with daily. And anxiety is a creepy little friend that pops up its ugly little bully head when I least want it to. It turns out that day I won that little competition. And did you know that when you chit chat with somebody who's in the same business strategically as you are, it's called networking? Right. I didn't know, I didn't know that. My God. I was, I was so new to this and networking was not a part of my world. Yeah. I was, I was such a dolt that I thought I was just passing time, 
but I was actually making a connection and they were my very first clients because they felt sorry for me because I was clearly so nervous or because they wanted to shut me up because I was talking so much. But I, but I think you made a really great point, especially in the beginning of your business. And I know I'm doing it now. I'm like seven eight, or eight years into my business. I'm still faking it. I make it look good. And I feel, well, I hope I make it look good. <laughs> but you look fine. Thank you. I think that is the experience of most entrepreneurs. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Just somehow make it work. And I know that, you know, that, that doesn't feel like a concrete thing, but I think for entrepreneurs, that is a thing. You know, looking back, so I'm six years in, looking back, that was probably the bravest, craziest, stupid, most fucked up thing I've ever done was walking out the door that day with those 500 cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of times it is that one thing that kind of propels you into your business. So I'm going to take a break here. When we come back, I I would like to delve a little bit into how you function in that anxiety a little bit, if we could talk about Mm -hmm. that. Um, We'll talk about your resources. We will do rapid fire questions and then talk about your giveaway because that's the best part. All All right. We'll be right back. Awesome. These are so good. This is a really good episode. I know. This episode is sponsored by the Failure Tales, the entrepreneur stories success is built on. Join us on August 21st from 6 to 9 p.m. at Headroom in Wayne for a night of entrepreneur stories about failures, low points, and fuck-ups. More importantly, lessons learned and the resilience of good old-fashioned stick it to itness. Have you ever hit a low point in your business? Have you had a business that has failed? Did you make an impactful, supremely bad decision that forced you to change courses? Share us your story. We'd love to hear it and it will inspire others. Or just come and listen and learn from the other entrepreneurs who have been there and done that and live to tell the tale. Tickets are free August 21st from 6 to 9 p.m. in Headroom in Wayne. Welcome back to the Successfully Screwed podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. We've been talking to Cupcakes by Ruth. We just learned about her fantastic start of her business and why sometimes having a champion in your corner is the best kind of champion. So Ruth, thank you again for being on the podcast today. We really want to kind of deep dive into a few different things, resources, a few rapid fire questions, but really kind of go off of what you were talking about before, kind of networking and how that really benefited you and learning how to jump into it without even realizing you were jumping into it. So how has that been beneficial for you moving forward? Networking is everything. And, and let me tell you, I know now what I did know then said, you really need a networking plan because I spent a crap load of money networking with people that were never going to, not only not going to buy from me, but were never going to help me grow my business. They just were not good strategic partners. And I spent a lot of money. That was a very expensive lesson because I really, I, I came to this, you know, by chance, by mistake, really having this business and nobody told me you really need to have a plan. This is who you need to network with. This is how much money you you want to allocate to to networking. Um, Oh Lordy, that was an expensive lesson. Um, But you know, I I network differently now. I I network uh, strategically. I network smart is what I do. 
And, and that, that makes a huge difference in terms of efficiency and effectiveness when you're growing a business, for sure. I want to talk about the anxiety um, because I think we all have it. I think it just comes with the territory. So I would like to know how you are able on a daily basis to get that under control and do what you need to do to grow your business. It does. It is it is a constant for me. It's always with me. I'm realizing through therapy that it's the way I'm wired. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't toot my own horn very often, but you would think that with all of the awards that I've won, that I would be a little more comfortable in my skin. But I'm not there yet. And I'm not sure which award is going to put me over the top. I'm going to keep trying to, to win those awards. What does success look like to you? Look, everybody measures success differently, right? Some people, they have an event and it's all about the number of people that attended or the number of tweets that they got. I measure success by the number of happy clients I have. So if my clients are happy, then they're telling other people. It's not that they spent the most money or that they spent more than somebody else, it's that they're happy. I'm very personal in my business. This morning I was talking to somebody and her daughter's getting engaged. And I said, well, what colors are you using? And then I got the whole story of their life and of their daughter's life. I share intimate moments with people. This is their, your, child, your child's engagement. This is your daughter's sweet 16. This is your christening for your birthday. These are important moments. And people tell me all kinds of stuff. And if they're happy, then they come back to me again. Like last week was, I think, the third or fourth birthday that I've done for a family. To me, that's a happy client. That's success. Yeah, and I think um, being able to focus on how you define success and what makes you feel good in terms of feedback on the job that you do. Yeah really, um, you know, keeps you going. And I, and I think that's a really important point to make. So I would love to know what resources, three resources, do you use in your business right now that you cannot live without? Besides Sarah Rosenberg? Besides me. Which Besides. also, we spoke about this at the break. I want to make the point that you have a great support system around you. Yes. So I think that's a resource right there. So that's number one. You know, it's funny. So I came to this as a newly single person, right? I was in a relationship with my business, right? It was my lover. I woke up thinking about it. I went to bed thinking about it. I thought about it all day long. It took all of my energy. It took all of my focus. And then I realized that I didn't have friendships the way that I once did. I had to uh, break up with my relationship in that way and sort of adjust things. You know, a network is really important. It's important to have people that are connected in your business and that have nothing to do with business. People that have nine to five jobs that focus it, you know, in a very non-entrepreneurial way because you can really be sucked in to living, breathing, eating, sleeping at your work. And that's just not healthy for anybody. Do you think there's a work-life balance? I'm looking for it every single day. I don't know. I mean, I, I strive for it. I struggle for it. I hope for it. I, I don't know. I, I have found that, I mean, honestly, I found that when I started dating and really put myself out there that my business suffered. Isn't that ridiculous? Ridiculous. The little bit of, you know, free time that you have and when you're kind of focusing on, when you've got tunnel vision with your business, it seems to go so much smoother. We actually talked yeah. about this on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. I went, not on vacation, but I went to go, my husband had a, um, had a conference and I went and it was almost not even worth it because I came back 
a hundred percent stressed and just piles of stuff on my desk yeah. to, yeah. to fit. So it was, I mean, Not and it, it. it wasn't worth it. But at the end of the day, you're doing something that you really enjoy doing. And the value that you're getting out of it is the people that you are supporting. And, and that, that's it. It's not the money. The money helps. But the, the real value is you don't hate your job. You don't hate your career. You love the people you work with. And it's- Look. Here's the deal. If I was doing this for the money, I would have left a long time ago. I, I won't get rich baking for people in this, in this way. Now, I, my business is always evolving and I'm always looking to expand, expand and grow. And I think that if you're stagnant in your business, you will, it, it won't last. And I think that's why six years later, I'm still here doing what I do because I've expanded on it. I don't just make cupcakes. I do many other things. Let's just be very clear here. I'm still available for dating. So if you know anybody, let's not rule that out. I'm currently making love to my business. My girlfriends are very important. And it's important for me to continue to model things for my daughter. I'm still a single mom. And so she needs to see that even when I have anxiety overwhelming me, that I can push through and come out the other side. That work is important, but personal life is equally as important. Well, Ruth, that is a fantastic way to kind of end that portion of the podcast because that value add there is a, is a huge identifier with the kind of entrepreneur and business owner that you are. It is a fantastic way um, that I think you've kind of summed up who you are as a person, which is why people will want to do business with you. Well, thank you. I, I hope so. We come to the best part of the podcast where it's called rapid fire questions. Ruth, we've got rapid fire questions where Sarah asks two questions. I ask two questions. The goal of the rapid fire questions is to not think, but just answer. Sarah's oh, Lordy. motivational and thought provoking. Mine are typically silly and ridiculous. So Ruth, are you ready? Bring it. What is your resiliency secret? Sleep, bourbon, and hugging with my daughter. What color is your toothbrush? It's like a turquoise blue. It's my all-time favorite color. My last question for you is, what are the three traits that you believe a successful entrepreneur needs to have? Stick to itness, being able to laugh at yourself, faux show, being able to work hard, a good, a good strong work ethic. Ah, perfect. Last question. Where is the worst place that you can get stuck? Behind a little old lady driving on your way to Wegmans when you need to pick up your fucking daughter from her dad's house. <laughs> and on that note, we have the Successfully <laughs> Podcast with Cupcakes by Ruth. What is your giveaway to the audience today? Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, winter solstice, all that stuff. It's time to start thinking about your clients. It's not too soon to start thinking about your clients. So my giveaway is a consultation for creating a, a good marketing piece for your clients, something sweet and delicious. And when we sit down and, and set up your stuff, we're going to um, give you a pack of cupcakes with your brand on it when you purchase your, yes, girls, your jaws are dropping. Pick it up, pick it up. We're going to rig this. Forget everybody else. We're just going to rig this. Well, you got to sit down with me. Let's talk about your client gifts for the holidays, your, your ways to say thank you. And uh, when we book that, then you get a free 12-pack O cupcakes. Oh, my God, I love chocolate so much for being on the show today. Do you want to take us out, Sarah? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
I just do it or no? Thank you again, Ruth, for being on the Successfully Screwed podcast. Everybody, stay successful, stay screwed, and stay tuned.